Every I, night I dream of freedom, and then I open my eyes and I'm in the same familiar jail cell. I take a few minutes to swallow my disappointment and begin my morning push-ups. Maybe tomorrow I'll wake up somewhere else. I've not lost hope. This is important, especially if you are at home and you're not yet as successful as you want to be. If you don't have your life in exactly the place you want it, if you still feel trapped, whether it's financially or some other way, you wake up and you must be dreaming of freedom. But when your eyes open after the disappointment, swallow the disappointment, take a minute and look around you and say, I deserve more than this. But then what's the important point? You must begin to work instantly. I did not miss a single day of training in that jail cell. I didn't sit and say, I'm too depressed. I'm too sad. It's too cold in this freezing cell. I didn't eat enough because it's Ramadan. No excuses. Every single day we trained, we woke up disappointed. We swallowed the disappointment and we got the training every single day. If we could train in a freezing cold jail cell in Romania, the cockroaches all around us with no idea when we're going to be allowed freedom once again you can train in a nice gym air-conditioned gym in california what is your excuse if you imagine something truly and fully if you truly completely imagine it to a degree your body will react to it let me give you an example if you truly imagined yourself at war day after day you imagined yourself under attack defeating the matrix agents you're top g you're walking through life the agents are coming you're doing aikido and you're destroying them and you're the most powerful man in the world if you truly imagine that and felt it in your mind to the point where you thought you were there and you felt it in your body i would guarantee you after x amount of time you would have a higher testosterone level and your muscles would be stronger than if you didn't i will guarantee you that So first things first, you need to be worthy of respect. And you're gonna be worthy of respect through having things which are difficult to acquire. So first things first, the basic things, you need to be very focused on trying to make money because people listen to you when you have money. They just do. Secondly, you need to be in fantastic physical condition because when you're in fantastic physical condition, it cannot be bought. It must be earned and people know that. If someone walked in to sell me something and they were obese, I would not trust them the same as if they were in fantastic physical shape. Because I'd say, I don't think you have dedication and heart. There's something about you that I just wouldn't trust you the same. So fantastic physical condition and money is, is the first thing. The second thing, whatever your ideas are, you need to learn how to communicate them. Speaking is a superpower in and of itself. You need to become a fantastic communicator. You need to be comfortable in all realms of communication. You need to be persuasive. You need to be comfortable arguing. You need to be good at debating. There's a lot of people out there in the world who have ideas that they can't even project into somebody else's mind. How are you going to rule the world with that? How are you going to get your ideas out there and make an influence if you can't make other people understand exactly what you think? That's the first thing. Second thing, once they understand exactly what you think, you need to make them agree with what you think. These are two different skills. Must be practiced and must be learned. If you're 20 years old and you want to change the world, you need to be having endless debates. Endless. Without resorting to name calling. Not on Twitter like a dummy. In person. And you need to come across in a way that people agree with you. We can go back quickly and talk about the red pill. The difference between me when I talk to girls on these panel shows and every other guy when they talk to girls on these panel shows is when I'm done, all the girls want me. I say the same thing and by the end the chicks are in love with me as opposed to saying the same thing and the chicks thinking I'm a dickhead. That's the difference. I project my ideas and I make them agree with my ideas to a point where they're like texting me afterwards. I'm not saying anything different. It's how I'm communicating it. Some, you can catch more flies with honey. Than, than hurting people sometimes. You need to be good at everything. You need to have a Swiss army knife of tools. I know when to be intimidating or aggressive. I know when to come across as obtuse. I know when to come across as exceptionally open-minded and easy to understand. I know when to come across as understanding. I know all these things. This all has to be practiced. 
And a lot of it is, yeah, communication. I would say, if you're gonna say to a 20 year old who's truly exceptional and driven, I'd say you need to become a master communicator. Because once you can do that, you can do anything. And that fixes all the other problems, right? We talk about making money. If you're a master communicator, you do fantastic yeah. in sales. Yeah. You'll absolutely destroy sales if you're a master communicator. Being a good salesman is not necessarily being a liar. It's not being a trickster. It's just understanding what's gonna make the person believe and understand what you say. And that's where all this master communication comes in. And it's so many subtle little things. Not many people know this, but I used to sell windows. Nobody wants glass and plastic. They already have windows. So you gotta find a way to sell them these windows. How do you do that? If I walked in and said, would you like new windows? And they essentially said, no, we don't need new windows. Our windows look fine. I would say, but what about the security aspect? While looking at their three-year-old child. And they'd sit there and go, oh, what do you mean security aspect? And then I talk about how we had the lock 5,000 and their locks are easy to break as if glass isn't glass, it's all the same anyway. And you'd end up selling the windows. You have to find the triggers in people. But also to be a master at communicating, you also need experiences worth talking about. You have to live a life. You need a degree of wisdom, and wisdom doesn't always come with age, it comes with life lived. I had a guy message me, this is a long time ago when I used to reply to my own emails, too big now, but he said, I don't have any stories, my life's boring. I said, bro, where do you live? He said, Madrid. I said, bro, ride the train from Madrid to St. Petersburg. Ride the train from Madrid to Vladivostok, do the Trans-Siberian Railway, cost you like 300 bucks. He goes, oh, but what if I get robbed? Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> the point. What if you get robbed? Now you have a story, maybe you'll die, maybe you won't. But you have a story, don't bring your watch. If you got a Rolex, no, no one wants to rob you anyway. Don't worry about it, you're broken, get on the train. There has to be that degree of risk to even have a story because when you have a story, then you can communicate the story. A lot, you can't be an empty vessel either. So when you say to the, uh, you're telling me how I build this 20 year old into a super soldier. Yeah, he has to be a master communicator, but he also has to do things which are risky. Risk has value intrinsically linked to it, intrinsically. This is why people, when you do risky things, people want to hear the story. Your coolest stories involve risk. Something went wrong. This could have happened. I almost this, I made it out. Without these risks, you haven't got it. So I would say to the 20 year old, do what I did, get in the cage, get in the ring. Knock someone out, get knocked out, train hard. Fighting will teach you everything you need to know about life. You'll learn everything about who you truly are. You'll learn if you're a coward or not. You'll learn everything about perseverance and hard work and dedication. Everything about being underappreciated. You'll learn everything about fear. you learn all of it. you learn everything about people. You win a fight, check your phone. Lose a fight, check your phone. you learn all about people. you learn all about women. I learned so much about women through fighting. When I had a fight coming up and I was, I was weight drained and I had barely eaten in, in weeks and I'd lost all this weight and I had a, a world title fight and I'm fighting a guy who might kill me and she's complaining about the toilet seat. I learned all about women. You learn a lot about life through these, through these difficult processes and paths. And there used to be for men like a rite of passage. In most societies you had to go through something to become a man from a boy to a man. But that thing was always difficult. It's always been difficult. Now you have to self-induce it, self-inflict it. But if you're gonna be a boy and never never bring on that self-inflicted rite of passage, how are you gonna ever become a man? There's another thing people don't understand about me and my message. Sometimes I sit here and I say things that piss people off because that's how you trigger people to make action. I have often written emails or done videos, to, especially to men when I wanna help men, to piss them off. You're a loser. You're a dumbass. Andrew, why you mean? Because you're not gonna to go to the gym unless I tell you you're a fucking loser. And you are a loser and I'm not lying to you. You are a loser. The emotional trigger you need to get up off that chair is the fact that you're not important, nobody cares who you are, any girl you're ever in love with I could take, and you're insignificant, and when you die, nobody's interested. That's your fault. You could have been something else. You did that. You failed. It has to be done. You have to be a master communicator, and sometimes that involves also insulting people. 